Welcome to the Rising Beyond podcast, where you can find hope and healing after a toxic or abusive relationship. I'm Sybil Cummin, a licensed professional counselor specializing in working with victims and survivors of domestic violence and narcissistic abuse, including the youngest witnesses. Over the past decade, I have been honored to witness victims move to survivors and then to thriving in their lives. If you feel alone in your healing process, are dealing with the onslaught of post-separation abuse, or just needing some validation that you are not crazy, you are in the right place. So I'm not sure where you are on your healing journey, but at some point on your journey, you're going to be angry. And that may be an understatement. And you know what? From my clinical perspective, this anger is awesome and it gives me hope. So when I am working with clients, either in my office or in a small group session in my community, very often a common theme and emotion emerges. And that's anger. And you know what? It makes them really comfortable. And There's a lot of reasons for that because it hasn't been safe for them to be angry. So what's changed? Why all of a sudden is the anger palpable in the room and it seems to just overcome these women just all of a sudden? So similar to the grief process, when someone you loved has passed away, anger is a stage in a larger healing process from relationship abuse. So these women and men are also grieving, but it's really different. They're grieving the loss of a person and a relationship and a dream that was not real. They're grieving the promise that was made to them. And this promise was made to them over and over again. It was the good times and the amazing future you could have with this person, your soulmate, I clearly say that facetiously, was really a ploy just to keep control, to keep you from leaving and finding someone who's going to treat you well. So these women are grieving the loss that they have spent years trapped, the loss of that time, the loss of their identity. They're grieving a lot, and they're pissed. They're pissed because they feel scammed, duped, bamboozled, whatever word you want to use. And you know what? This anger is justified. But very often, this is not how they started out. So many of the women I work with start out as a shell, as really empty, always complacent, right? If you've ever said that you're a people pleaser, I want you to think, how comfortable is it for me to feel angry? And then you might think, no, Sybil, I feel anger pretty often, but maybe this anger is only anger towards yourself. 
anger for getting stuck in this relationship, anger for allowing this to happen to you, anger and embarrassment and shame about how you've acted in this relationship that is completely different from how you act everywhere else. And it's completely different from what you hold as important from your value system. So you're like, yes, I feel angry at myself all the time. But how safe does it feel to be angry at other people? And you know what? At some point in your healing journey, you will. And when you look at why it wasn't safe and why it is so uncomfortable for you is because think about when you've shared anger or it doesn't even have to be anger, but you shared something that went against what your partner wanted. Uh, Guess what? You likely would feel the wrath of your partner. Maybe this was physical abuse. Maybe that it was horrific emotional abuse. Maybe you got the silent treatment. If you showed any anger or any frustration with your abusive partner. So you know what? You learn, hey, this isn't safe. So you don't show it. And then you stop feeling it. So another piece is, is that if we really recognize this anger specifically the anger towards our partner, then you have to give up this belief that if you were only better, so a, I don't know, a better homemaker, a better wife, if you were better and more exciting in the bedroom, if you were a better parent, whatever it may be, that you have to give up the belief that if you were better, the relationship would then be perfect or that you could then fix this relationship. And when you realize it doesn't matter how much better you are, this relationship will always be abusive because your partner is abusive. When that comes up, wow, the anger can come up like a flood. And I know this is so uncomfortable and I get excited and almost giddy when my clients start getting angry. Because to me, anger represents growth. It represents a change in where you are in that healing process. It's a barometer or a measuring stick for me to show that there's been an increase in self-worth, an increase in safety and connection, specifically with me if it's someone I'm working with. Because you can't be angry about how you are treated until you believe in your heart that you deserve being treated differently. And so until you feel safe enough with the people around you to feel angry, and until you know that you have more worth, you're not going to be angry. And so I get really excited and happy when my clients or the members of the community start to share their anger because that means their self-worth has improved and they're feeling safe enough to share it. So why are you finding yourself angry? So we've discussed that increase in self-worth, but have you noticed that you are feeling angry about things that don't even really affect you? 
that you may be watching the news and you just feel a strong sense of anger towards any injustice. Maybe you hear a story from a friend and there's a little bit of unfairness or injustice in the story and you are just pissed. That is because even though it may not directly relate to how you've been treated in this relationship, there is a significant lack of fairness. If you look at how someone with narcissism or any of the cluster B personality disorders treat their partners. So this is especially true if you're dealing with post-separation abuse and family court, because there's this thought, you know, this misconception that if you leave, everything will be good and you are safe. And then it's like, nope, I went through this really scary time of leaving And dang it, I am still being abused on a daily basis. The abuse looks different, but it's there. That's not fair. And really, there is not a whole lot about family court that is fair at all. And that would be a whole nother episode. And you're probably angry because people like your ex-partner, or maybe you're still with them, but your partner are never held accountable for anything. You're dealing with the aftermath. You're dealing with PTSD symptoms. You're dealing with so much during and after this relationship. And they, it seems like they get to go on their merry way. F that, right? There is nothing fair about any of this. Nothing. And so damn right, your anger is justified. And it takes a lot of energy. So what are some things that you can do to keep that anger in check because it's not going to be helpful all the time? So what I'm asking you to do is really kind of take a deeper look at your anger. I want you to sit in it a little bit and see what's coming up for you. You know, maybe you're early on in this journey and this anger has just started to surface Have there been times when you weren't able to show it? Maybe in your relationship, but even before then, have you only witnessed anger that was really scary and threatening? Maybe you need to find appropriate models of conflict, of anger, and kind of what are the beliefs that you carry? So identifying these is really helpful in being able to, I guess, use the anger for good on your journey. And so let's look at reframing that anger. Are there any benefits behind this feeling? Can you see anger representing the level of worth that you are now allowing yourself to have? Is anger going to be a part of your fight? Can you use this anger as part of your why in healing, or maybe standing up for other people. And if it feels really big, really explosive, and you feel like you're worried you can't manage it, that's when it is going to be helpful to have a therapist, to join a group or a community where you can process this, where you know the people you're processing it with are not going to hold that judgment and that they will see that your anger is valid and is justified and that you just need 
a way to hone that in to help you heal. So finding someone who can sit with you through that discomfort is going to be a really big deal for you. It's going to be really helpful. And so if you are feeling angry, you are not alone. But anger, just like any other emotion, gives us information. It helps us make decisions. And so as opposed to looking at this anger as a horrible thing that, you know, good girls don't get angry, we can use it and reframe it to use it for your healing process. So if you're feeling really angry and this resonated with you, I hope you found some validation and hope in this episode. Please subscribe, share what you think with a review or a rating. And if you know anyone who's experiencing abuse in their relationship and this podcast could help them, if you could share it with them, I would greatly appreciate it. I want to thank you for listening and have a good rest of your day. If you're healing from relationship abuse and are looking for support and sisterhood during this journey, I'd love to invite you to the Rising Beyond community where you will get expert guidance, connection with others going through similar experiences, and a safe place where you'll always feel seen, heard, and believed. To learn more and to join, go to www.risingbeyondpc.com. We'd love to be a part of your healing journey.